Welcome to Under Two Capes. I am Jared. And I'm Lad. And today, so as you, uh, as longtime uh, hearers of the show will know, Lad and I did an episode like, let's say a couple of months ago. Yeah. That probably. was basically what makes Superman such a fantastic character as a comic book character, as a movie character and such. We're going to do the same thing, but with Spider-Man as No Way Home is amazing. So we figured right. I'll just talk about Spider-Man. So Lad, you're the Spider-Man aficionado right. of the show why is spider-man so great yeah so with spider-man he's a unique character because he is to start off with a teenager he is <laughs> young he's relatable well, kind with of a, a teenager kind of a teenager in some comics young adult teenager he is really fits in with the target demographic when we started reading and watching you know he's just like us we could be spider-man and he he doesn't have a lot of money he's you know he's trying to do the right thing he he doesn't know he's he's pretty smart but he's not like a iron man level genius you know like so he's just trying to do the right thing and he gets this opportunity through his powers uh to do great things and he has to make a choice between using his powers selfishly or using them for the greater good and the one defining trait of spider-man is that he always puts other people ahead of himself that he he always has to sacrifice stuff in his own life to help other people and he really goes above and beyond other heroes in this regard that he faces these challenges that where his personal life gets ruined because of what he has to do like sacrificing his marriage to yeah. heal Aunt May, exactly. sacrificing his whole identity in order to fix the multiverse. Yep. Yeah, spoilers. He's been put through the ringers. Yeah, well, the movie's been out for a week. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we can spoil it now. But the three Spider Men don't show up. Right. Which... Yep. Yep. But it's he's he really uh, encapsulates a lot of the elements of a hero you would expect, and um he was unique when he first created because he was one of the first teenage heroes that had his own comic run uh as opposed to just being a sidekick he yeah, was exactly. he had a lot of responsibility that's normally given to an adult uh and i think it connects well with the audiences because you know you don't get spider-man powers but you have powers and responsibilities of your own in your everyday life you can be a hero no matter your age or something like that exactly yeah i mean you have you're running a company or you have a job and you have responsibilities people take care of and you can act selfishly or you can try to help out other people even if it puts more difficulty on your side so mm-hmm. that connects with a lot of people do you know how we got got the name spider-man no how so the story goes so stan wanted to make a new superhero and he thought yeah. okay i'm gonna make him a teenager now that, that right. that'll be a way to differentiate from him like iron man and all that stuff so he thought, what am I going to call him? So he, he thought, wouldn't it be cool if a dude like stuck to walls? So what right. am I going to call him? It's Insect Man, Mosquito Man. Yeah. And he saw a spider on his wall and he goes, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah. No, that, that's true, yeah. It's, and Stan, uh, it's sad that Stanley couldn't see mm. the three Spider-Men together because he always said uh, Spider-Man was his favorite creation. Yeah. His favorite child, in other words. Mm, definitely. And it's interesting to see how the character Spider-Man from the original uh, Amazing Fantasy has grown over the last 65-ish years or so. Like, how it started off with amazing success and prompted so many spin-off and on other titles and has grown into such a pop culture icon that he is one of, like, the... 
you know, most well-known superheroes alongside Batman and Superman, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Spider-Man is probably like the face of Marvel, I would say, kind of like... Yeah, maybe. I'd say so, yeah. Definitely, Iron Man's definitely trying to take his spot uh, with the MCU and everything, but definitely before Iron Man, Spider-Man really had like the presence of Marvel. Well, the way I heard it said once um, by like uh, comic story is that so DC has the Trinities, Batman, right. Superman, Wonder Woman. But Marvel, it's not so much as Trinity being individual characters. It's like really yeah. three families. You have the yeah. Avengers family, yeah. the X family. Then you have the Spider family. So yeah. he is one of the pinnacles of Marvel. Right. And he has been ranked as like the most popular superhero of all time. Right. The, you know, him being a teenager is a big part of that because, you know, adults can like him. And it's also relatable for teenagers and kids uh spider-man as opposed to maybe like you know some kids or teenagers may not be a fan of like a 40 year old 50 year old alcoholic wolverine that's gruffing around and stuff Mm -hmm. like that even though he is super cool he spider-man fits into the target demographic Mm -hmm. a bit better than that (laughs) or a 40 year old drunk playboy philanthropist who walks around in iron armor right it's not actually iron yep but yeah so the way I see it, the thing about Spider-Man is that I'd say he's, if there's one character that I would say more encapsulates who Superman is on yeah. Marvel, it would be sort of like Spider-Man because mm-hmm. he's always l- l- looking for the good in people. Right. So it, which is so no way home. He's trying yeah. to help the villains. Right. And he always puts others above himself as we mentioned. So I, I can see how he would be like, sort of ranked on this on the superman ranking even though he's obviously not yeah. as strong fast and can't fly right. like superman mm-hmm. even though i think i think they established it that his clone ben riley can fly now maybe it could have been they fly now? yeah they fly now <laughs> yeah i would say spider-man probably has the greatest rogues gallery of all of Marvel. Yeah, Spider-Man has an insane... He's like their version of Batman. Right. He, he actually kind of is Marvel's Batman. No, it's true. I mean, Spider-Man has some of the most... You know, he is so cool that he has two arch nemesis. Nemeses. He has... Doc he has six of them. Yeah, well, six of them, all of them. But like, Doc Ock and Green Goblin are both of his arch nemesis. Mm-hmm. You know, they're both top-tier villains that have major story arcs and his like ultimate uh, opposite a lot of heroes usually have one opposite like green lantern is obviously you know sinestro and other characters have you know flash and reverse flash and a lot of heroes have you know their opposite their arch nemesis batman and joker uh but spider-man has two Uh, it's always been doc ock and green goblin have major storylines and character developments like we've seen in siege spider-man superior spider-man siege you know other storylines where green goblin takes everything from him uh, the night Gwen Stacy died, you know, he's really done it. And they, aside from those two guys, he has the Sinister Six and many other supervillains that, you know, Lizard, uh, Craven. There's plenty of villains in his Rogues Gallery that, plus his costume became a character. Right, Venom, like symbiote, like the symbiote is like Venom was so popular coming off of spider-man that they had to make his own character and made him like you know yeah uh, i'm like wait what right i couldn't believe believe it when i said okay so that's the suit 
Like I kind of got got because my introduction to Venom was the Spider-Man three movie. I know right. it was a really crappy intro yeah. to the character, and I'm like, I like the comic book version way better. Right. Yeah. But they got the basic story beats. I'm like, eh. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. There's a lot of fun storylines with uh, Spider-Man and the characters. The characters give a lot of uh, personality to him, like memorable villains that they can come back to. Like the Sinister Six roster is always changing, but he has his allies, like some other Spider characters, and you know, Spider Gwen, right? Miles, some Spider Ham, right? Some of those. No, and it's funny that those are a little bit more modern and uh, help drive the success. But even before that, he's had you know his Uncle Ben, his Aunt May, his relationship with the rest of the Avengers. He's always a bit more distant, mm-hmm. and sometimes he joins the Avengers because it helps sell titles for the Avengers. And yes, because uh, actually. To tell you that story i recently found out by 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 watching comic pop they're awesome but anyway so what happened was so th- this is a bendis story right it's one of the truly fantastic things bendis has ever done in marvel so he takes over the avengers this is after avengers disassemble where scarlet yeah. Witch takes out everyone so he's like okay why isn't spider-man on the avengers right so we, why aren't our popular characters on the avengers marvel went well because he's a loner and mm-hmm. then banis is like is he though mm-hmm. because there's a whole history series called marvel team-ups where it's literally just spider-man teaming up with people it's like batman his whole thing bold. <laughs> yeah he teams up with everyone yeah so what, what are you doing so I, I, you got like spider-man wolverine right the sentry who's basically superman mm-hmm um luke cage yeah. there's this fantastic moment for from that series where where they're interrogating electro uh. and uh luke cage gets shocked because he he, he tries to right. punch him and spider-man's like i mean i wouldn't do that and then uh luke cage turns to spider-man and he goes okay so, so what do you normally do and interrogate him and spider-man goes well i normally just web up my fists and beat the answers out yeah. of him so luke cage goes do me up yeah exactly. he does it and then electro just faints yep no, it's it adds a lot of fun, you know. Uh, yeah, it, 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 he's one of those characters. He's kind of like a less crass version of Deadpool, and that he's right. always doing like jokes. And he even made uh, one of the funniest part of Civil War is when he's fighting Falcon, and Falcon yeah. goes, "I don't know how many fights you've been in, but we normally don't talk this much." That's definitely a a point we could talk about a bit. That I feel like in the comics, they're always in the olden days you know right the olden times they they were fun exciting colorful but not every hero was a jokester like a lot of heroes were serious maybe like iron man Mm -hmm. you know they were fun and they would make some jokes but a lot of times they were serious but peter parker he was always a jokester like in his comics he would talk to himself you know to the viewer the reader and would talk about his life and he would make jokes about the villains it was very fun and exciting and nowadays a lot of superheroes in mcu they're everyone's jokester thor's a jokester captain marvel which can great on you and right. it's kind of ruined the the superhero film genre i think in yeah the eyes of the general because everyone expects now every super that's why Zack snyder's i'm convinced Zack snyder's movies because everyone keeps saying even like matthew vaughn the director of kingsman said i wanted to make a superman movie that's like more colorful and bright i'm like have you read superman comics they've yeah. never been that bright right but it's like now everyone expects superhero movies to be this like bright and happy. Right. A lot of that. Yeah, you're right. 
Uh, I'm like, oh my god! It was fun. It was really fun and exciting because I mean, you know, jokes and stuff. they did it with the right characters though in the MCU. Yeah. Like Iron Man, of course he's gonna be a jokester. Right. Spider Man, yeah. And they gave Captain America the usual funny like language. Right. They they did they did a lot of things with it. Some maybe we feel that it may have gone a little too far, and we should start doing more diverse characters in sense, <laughs> not, not not everyone needs to be a jokester mm-hmm. uh even you though i have love other it, genres but, right you that's why i think genres. eternals did bad because really eternals was an okay movie yeah i'm not gonna say it was great because mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't the best but mm-hmm. i think the reason why a lot of people didn't like it based on the reviews is that it was too dark and no right. slow we got and too like, used oh. to like uh joking around and stuff like that but i'm like i i don't know if you guys have read comics but it's not all jokesters right i think yeah no spider-man definitely helped set that precedent of fun and excitement and i think we've taken a little too far with the movies lately but spider-man was different he was he was fun he was you know you would want to see what's his story going on uh that was that was exciting. And I would argue he has some of the most legendary stories of Marvel is some way linked to him. Mm-hmm. It's him and the X-Men, I think, have are tied for like the most well-known Marvel right. storylines, House of M or like Death of Gwen Stacy or such. Right. Let me ask you this. Who's your uh, of the three, which is your favorite Spider-Man? Oh, favorites of the live action of the live action movie Spider-Man. Oh man. I mean, I've always loved uh Andrew Garfield a lot. I'm, I I love that scene where he first uh where he's like apprehending a carjacker. Yeah. The carjacker takes out the knife and he goes, Oh no, uh, my weakness, yeah. knives, and he just webs them. Right. He, he webs them like 80 times. I'm sorry, I don't know how this thing works. Yeah, that was so good. He I, that's the one thing about Garfield. He got the quips down. Yeah, he he did a he was really great with the quips. Uh, I mean, the original Spider-Man movies they Dude, were they were funny, but he wasn't always joking around, which was a okay. He didn't need to always be a joke. It was okay, but Spider-Man that's like Deadpool being serious. I'm looking at you, yeah. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah, Andrew Garfield is really when they decided to actually lean into all that jokester. Like he was making fun of his villains like all the time i remember making fun of the rhino and everything yeah, he's like and, really dude yeah it's like he even made fun of him in no way home exactly right he's like yeah i'm lame i thought i'm doing a weird ass rhino costume exactly uh, or, or like right, do you have a suit or you're gonna go into battle just a cool youth pastor <laughs> yeah that's great it, it's really fun stuff they they definitely did a lot of fun i i grew up with andrew garfield but i mean i've never actually watched the toby Maguire movies really i've never actually sat down and watched all of them through i've seen clips i've seen clips of all people i've watched some of it you're a spider-man fanboy. it was before my time a little bit but i really enjoyed what i've seen from him. and i really think he's a great spider-man also he's good it's just, yeah, i didn't grow up with him so in terms of me i'm between garfield and holland in terms holland. of my I love Tobey Maguire. Yeah, he yeah. Did a, there wouldn't be an MCU yeah. if the Spider-Man movies were not popular. And that is show that you can make a really good right. superhero movie. Because previously we had like Batman and Robin and, mm-hmm. and such. But I think of the of the character, I mean, of the care of the iterations, I think that I love the quips of Garfield. Yeah. I love the Peter Parker of Garfield. Yeah. I also felt Tom Holland found that nice little quippy, like he's talking in the middle of battle yeah. and annoying people, like 
component of Spider-Man. We saw this in Civil War. He catches uh, the Winter Soldier's fist. You have a metal arm? Yeah. That's awesome. No, Tom Holland. He's like, hey, yeah. Mr. Stark, do you remember in that one Star Wars movie when yeah. they're on the snowy planet? Yeah, that, that was good. Tom Holland is really great. I, I've really uh, grown to him more over the years, especially with the latest movie. Is, uh, I think he has one. I think this his movie is the best Spider-Man movie now. This, this is the first movie. good Spider-Man 3. Right. <laughs> Spider-Man 3, right. Uh, and he even got to it, right? But um, he's the first. He's he's great. You know, definitely a new perspective where he's a wide-eyed child getting involved with all the superhero business, trying to figure out his place and everything. And at least we saw for the first time Spider-Man interacting with the Avengers. Right. That was never had that. And they actually made a funny joke about that in the movie where he's like, "I'm on the Avengers." Oh, that's so cool. What is that? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Are you in a band? Yeah. That was probably a, a reference to Spider Gwen. I just noticed that. Right, that's true. Yeah, there's probably a Black Spider Man somewhere in the multiverse. <laughs> yeah, they, they also dropped the Miles reference, yeah. where like he's interrogating his uncle in the enhanced interrogation mode. Yeah, I'm not a girl. I'm a boy. Yeah. No, there, there's so much good stuff. And that's the good thing about Spider Man is even if they've rebooted him a lot, they've always done new stuff. He's getting with better. Him. They keep doing better stuff with him. It's more. My fun. favorite Holland scene that's not in the third movie is in the first movie actually when he's chasing like uh the shocker and the yeah. in the van and then he's running across a golf course because he can't web yeah. he's, like, he's like ah 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 yeah ah. that that was good it's like oh that's good i've never seen because in the game that's what happens right yeah no it, it reminds me of like some of like the old games where you would just web onto clouds or something and yeah, yeah. I, I love the memes that are like what's spearman uh where's Spider-Man's webs going to uncle ben <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy but yeah his we've talked a bit about his movies where those you know redefined spider-man when we see that saw that first live action movie back in 2002 where that introduced a lot of 2000 people. actually 2000 yeah you're right you're still I like think 2000 because i think the, the the twin towers were up and actually you know, it was 2000 it was after 2001 oh, okay got it. it you know early 2000s when they basically that really reset the genre of a superhero movie you have a good one right How, where you could take a you know had some fun elements a little make-believe but it was serious still like it wasn't just a joke plus his spider-man 2 is listed as the greatest superhero movie of all time exactly i would dispute i would put zach snyder's jl up there but still i'm just doc ock was great Uh, alpha molina's doc ock i think he freaking nails it i know actually let me ask you this who's your favorite spider-man villain Ooh, in general comics man. movies whatever oh man that's a tough i know one. it's a tough one because he has yeah, so many good he ones has so many good ones but I, mine is venom venom bad guy who turned good yeah bad guy who turned good i'm doc ock i have to go doc ock is he's he's like the ultimate yeah he's pretty he had one of the greatest uh spider-man runs of all time superior spider-man exactly i really love him where he you know he he's scientist he creates all this awesome technology the robot arms who doesn't like a robot arm yeah. robot arms there's are this great. great scene in hickman's avengers where and it was kind of confused me at first because yeah. spider-man is blasting these kids he's like you cretins you very he uses some high up english yeah. i'm like why does peter parker talk like that and then look at the date oh this is doc, doc okay doc. i get it i get it now yeah it was kind of jarring when I'm like, oh, okay, I like this. Yeah, no. When I saw and the suit look for Superior Spider-Man. Yeah, he's oh edgy. with the arm with, with the legs. Yeah, that they kind of have. I love yeah the when spikes. they had him fight 
Doc Ock in the movie with the spikes out. That I'm was like, so great. Yes, they that finally did that. I'm so happy to see that, honestly. I'm like, it's about damn time. Right. It's funny because Toby's suit always got so easily destroyed in his movies. He was very- It kind of did in the in the No Way Home movie too. Right, yeah. He, to the point where he had to wear it inside out because someone stained it. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, no, he has fun rogues gallery with that. You want to see more of the villain plus fun his villains are sympathetic i think yeah. as opposed to like iron man's villains or like no one feels sympathy for the red skull let me put yeah. it that way if you do i'm very concerned yeah, right? exactly but i also think with spider-man what he's the mo- i would say the most grounded marvel superhero and that he's not like this big god that yeah that that has a magic hammer this dude that has this super advanced tech suit i mean he kind of does in the movies and sometimes but he's the most down to earth so i think that's part of what makes him the most relatable and the fact that he's young he goes to all these things that we've all grown up experiencing Mm. puberty girls and Mm. who's your are you more for mary jane or gwen stacy that's a tough question i mean mary jane's always been the staple for the longest time I did like how we got movies with both. Right. We got movies with both. Uh, Gwen Stacy is a cool character. I, I guess. I'm not uh, talking about Spider Gwen. Right. Sp- obviously, Spider Gwen is, uh, you know, Ghost Spider is really fun. I'm surprised they haven't had Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy, Spider Gwen get together. Right. Yeah. Because it's like, it's Gwen Stacy. Yeah. It, it, they, when they brought she her back. She has powers. I feel like when they brought her back as Spider Gwen, they kind of made her. A, a new character where she doesn't really i mean obviously she's from another world so she doesn't have the same relationship is, is the lizard i love that That's right so cool. yeah I, I i just feel like they if they do an andrew garfield uh, if they, at one point in the andrew garfield movies they should have done that mm. spider they could do it now maybe because they've established the multiverse yeah. and just put spider gwen in there and then there you go she's back right no it's it's true they could definitely do that but do you like Mary Jane or Michelle Jones? Oh, I mean, I, I don't, I guess they just make a point of that just so you don't think about MJ as too much. But I mean, it's MJ. I, I, I like the MJ yeah. in, in, in the Holland movie. She yeah. was funny. She's a, she's MJ, you know, yeah, she's, she's good. Much, she, her last name is even Watson. They make a point of saying that yeah. in there. No. But yeah, I liked her as a character. It, it was kind of jarring at first when her name's not Mary Jane, but right. I'm like, well, who the hell cares? It's MJ. Yeah. So we call her MJ. It's We're MJ. all good. She's reddish hair. Reddish hair, yeah. yeah. I'm more, if I have to pick, because I'm such a fan of the Andrew Garfield party, yeah. Gwen Stacy, but mm. I, I know she's destined to, like, lose her head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Gwen Stacy. Uh, I feel like a lot of iterations just show mj now and gwen isn't around as much but because she died and they and right. like you said they made spider gwen someone else right and then the last time i tried to bring uh gwen stacy back to life it didn't exactly turn out so well clone saga right exactly so yeah i, I guess i mean mj's classic i'm fine with mj but gwen is always a, a special place I, I really appreciate gwen do you think that i i know i asked you about sorry but we're recording do you think that the college trilogy is going to bring in a gwen stacy type since we've already had that mj character right for the live i mean it's really possible that they do because they met in college i think in the comics it may have been something like that i think you're right um it's funny because the 
he's only in high school for the first 18 comic books of mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, it's not that long. Which is only his first three and a half years in the 60s, right? So um, way back. But I think they could introduce Gwen Stacy, introduce a new character. I wonder if people might feel upset, though, if like he's kind of like cheating on MJ and hanging well, out with Gwen Stacy. Well, he moved on from MJ. Yeah, it, it definitely seemed like, spoilers, at the end of the movie, he... He, he was gonna tell her who he is, right? And then he saw, uh, you know, she had the scratches, the scratches, and he probably remembered what Doctor Strange said, where you know you're trying to live two lives, and it's you know you're gonna fail at both of them. And seeing how it puts the people he loves in danger, it might be better if he didn't, you know, uh, talk to her, right, mm-hmm. or like connect with her because she could be put in danger. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, obviously it's still open. Like maybe he would eventually he could still go back to her. Cause he obviously is still trying to, he wants depends to go to MIT. On, or... Yeah. That depends on where he goes to college. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, it's, it'd be interesting to see. I think they could, they could do it. They could, uh, I could see them going Gwen Stacy and please for the love of God, don't kill her. Cause immediately we saw, we, we can see it coming. Anyone that's read Spider-Man comics knew from the first Andrew Garfield movie when they introduced Gwen Stacy, okay, at some point she's going to die. Even when they bring in the Green Goblin, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, yeah. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Because I just wish, don't follow the comics in this one thing. Do something new and original. Right, yeah. No, that's... that's... At least don't kill her within the first, like, movie or so of bringing her in. You have to build up to that. Yeah. So, what... um what do you, what do you think about like the technology spider-man has not him specifically but his world of characters like his villains and his uh you know his villains or the corporations around him like oscorp you know their technology and they're also uh you know where their their tech is you know like mm-hmm. it's very grounded i would say mm-hmm. they try and like because remember in the ultimate comics the oz formula turns norman into um Green Goblin is based on the super soldier serum, right. which is trying try to create super soldiers. But again, it plays off of Marvel being very scientifically and very like, at least minimally right. fantastic. They even explain Thor being a God because he's an alien that was yeah. perceived as a God. Right. Yeah. Like aliens, you know, ancient alien or something. Yes. Kind of, kind of, <laughs> cue the meme of the dude with the hat. Yeah, yeah. Cue, cue the, the, the dude with the hair. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so... I mean, yeah, it, it seems very like grounded. It's not right. like like it could be real. Granted, a lot of what Tony Stark has in his house, yeah. like the holograms, he can just yeah. do this. That seems a little bit hard to yeah. believe right now. Yeah. That takes place now when he could right. do that. Oscorp, for the most part, mm. seems like okay, because I could see us having like a flight suit and like a glider like thing, yeah. even though it, that's very impractical. Yeah. Exposes the pilot to like gunfire. Right, yeah. But I'm like, besides that, and I, I, I think it's pretty dope. What about you? I, I really like a, lo- a lot of the tech they have, but also their, like, their science. A, a lot of the villains, how they're related to science accidents. Not just that, <laughs> that they, too, yeah. they, they didn't just, uh, you know, get superpowers like randomly or they didn't build their own tech. A lot of them have, you know, like the lizard, he was trying to create a cure to fix his arm and lizards or, you know, some reptiles can grow their limbs back. So he tried to recreate that. And then he was transformed into a monster. And, you know, 
other characters like Sandman and Dr. Octopus, where he gets fused to his uh, mechanical arms. A lot of these villains have, you know, uh, crazy medical science uh, problems happen to them where it feels kind of like something scary. Like, you know, can science go too far? Like that idea. And you create these lizard monsters grounded, grounded, right? And it's, it makes it fun and exciting where it's, tied into a bit of realism like maybe this could be some crazy science I mean, sandman's origins like he, he got caught in a particle accelerator right something something exactly like that norman where he has that dr jekyll mr hyde personality there and uh which kind of feels like it could almost be real schizophrenia exists so. yeah exactly it's i love how he has a lot of uh science related heroes where it's like some sort of uh, science accent. That As opposed to Thor, then. the god of tricks is my right. enemy. Which we still love Thor. We still love, still love Thor. I'm, I'm just bringing up as compared to other people. Yep. And, um, you know, a lot of the equipment the villains use are fun, like Doc Ock's arms, the glider, uh, some of his other villains that he's encountered, like Shocker, Vulture, uh, Mr. Negative has some crazy stuff also. Yeah, I've seen him. He looks really weird. Uh, which spider-man suit is your favorite that's a good question that's actually a we could do a whole uh we should probably probably do an entire episode just on his suits because he he's like batman yeah we could do that uh like comparison episode i was telling you about that would be fun for spider-man or for batman to do that yeah but currently my favorite it's either the new one in no way home the one with the gold it's the hybrid suit because that looks really cool integrated and if i can't if i have to pick one from the comics Probably the one. What's that Spider-Man story that that you got and, and I got now too? Ends of the Earth. Ends of the Earth. The armor he gets in Ends of the Earth. Spider Armor Mark Three. Yeah, that's really that just nice. looks so cool. It is a really nice uh, suit that he can use. Has it has anti Sinister Six uh, tactics built into it. So, so basically, yeah, Batman kind of had that because yeah. when he came back from from the dead, he wanted to test his uh, his Bat family to see how they were doing. <laughs> so he dressed up as another character. Really? Yes. It's called the in, uh, the Insider Armor that mimics all the powers of the Justice League. That's he has funny. heat vision mode, yeah. Green Lantern constructs. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell, man? That's crazy, actually. That's good. So what's your favorite suits, man? Favorite suits? Oh, man. I, You know, the red and blue classic is always great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that the, he has now. He has now. Red and black is also a good variation. I love that so much. Um, there's so many good suits. But the like we said, the superior Spider-Man suit is a fantastic, yeah, fantastic. The, the red V and then turns into black. Yeah, twenty ninety nine is a mm. great suit. He has an. I love awesome, the wings and all that. Yeah, the spikes and the the giant. This red very nineties. Yeah, he is a great look on him. On uh, I, I had so many. I collected so many different like uh, costumes in one of the Spider-Man games. I'm trying to remember some of the other ones, but. Which Spider-Man game was that? Uh, Spider-Man Unlimited. It was on mobile. It was a runner. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, the runner game, yeah. The runner game. I remember, I think, what's, what's the, uh, I'm trying to think, because I think I played a Spider-Man game where you could use, like, a lot of suits. I don't right. remember. Right, it may have been something like that. Uh, there's also the the Future Foundation suit, which he... That's pretty cool. You mean the all-white one? They the all-white use one. it in a Lego game. Yeah. I mean... That's a fun suit. It's a, it's an interesting idea. It's not very practical right. because like, oh, look, the, um, the, look at that white speck. That must be Spider-Man. Let's shoot him yeah. because it's an easy target. Right. 
Oh, speaking of that, the the bulletproof spider suit that he used in uh, Spider Island, the you know the Sonic suit that he oh had. the one that Kane used, I yeah. thought was so cool. How how had the spider the, the yes yes it has two modes. It can shift in two modes. It has one that's yellow where it's the bulletproof, mm-hmm. and then it could also glow green. It's in the Sonic mode. That's a really great suit. Uh, that was when he's in, in um during the big time storyline right before Spider Island he developed the no kill rule like he already had one but on that storyline he decided that no one would die not even the villains like he would like he saves like uh like a killer from getting uh getting killed and so he can go to court and stuff like that like he will not let anyone die on his watch anymore so he creates the bulletproof suit to help protect everyone didn't he in spider island didn't he also have a suit that can like morph into other suits right yeah i think he did have one that that's kind of like what iron man did with the was the bleeding edge yeah it can morph i think it could so it it may have been that yeah man but that's when he got batman beat yeah some of the other great suits is black suit probably black suit, black suit. classic black suits a classic the scarlet spider uh cane suit the black and red let's not forget uh, speaking of black and red miles yeah. morales miles morales is a great suit as well spider gwen actually has a pretty decent level looking costume she's a too. great costume yeah the, the hoodie and yeah. and the headphones and all that the spider women have a lot of really great costumes uh in penny there. parker yeah with the spider gundam yeah that's a great that's a great one. Oh, and then the coolest of them all, the one that rules them all, Spider Ham. Spider Ham, yes. Spider Ham is isn't a great he a pig kid. that got bitten by a radioactive human? Yeah, he has a whole okay. his his arch nemesis is the Green Gobbler. It's a turkey Green Goblin oh character. My God. All his villains are like animals, but not like octopus, like. Doc Ock, but it's like another animal combined with What's it. What's the Doctor Octopus one? He's you know? he's uh Octo uh Doctor Octopussy, and it's like a cat. He's like a cat, and he's literally like a cat with like the octopus arms. Like he actually has a oh sin- my god, he has a Sinister Six, but like he they're has all a, animals. He has an here. animal six. Yeah, yeah. Like What's the, whole- the shocker. I I don't remember I like the rest of them. I just remember the Green Gobbler. The That's like ball. Captain Carrot in the Zoo Crew. Yeah, Jeez. it's it's really. Octopus. It's it's like, and then as soon as he uh, his entrance music is the James Bond theme. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they they have a lot of fun stuff. There's there's so many uh variations of the character, new suits he gets, you know, side characters, clones. Most of the time, he makes this stuff himself. So right. He's very much like with the Batman. What makes Batman so cool is that conceivably, right, it's possible that you could. To a certain extent, be Spider-Man, yeah. be Batman, because you can make a lot of the stuff. Yeah, you can make. You can't stick to walls. Right. You could probably make a way to stick to walls. I'll have to show you a video after this that he, there's someone made something kind of like that. Okay. But the, the point is that you could become Sp- Spider-Man, presumably, if you had the money and the time. Yeah. And the know-how. You could do a grappling hook gun. You know, you could do, you could do like a swing or two, maybe. Use the webs. Yeah, some sort of webs. He has, Spider-Man has a great... He's he's a he's cool and he's simple. Nothing really crazy. Like Iron Man, I love Iron Man. How he's so tech down and so many crazy inventions. But Spider Man keeps things simple, and that's great about him. Web shooter suit. That's it. Right. Yeah. You know he he has a cool suit and he has webs to swing on to create nets. He can has spider sense. So he can see things coming. Extra strength, and that a lot of his thing. You know, there is it's not like super crazy tech gadgets galore even though he you know he'll develop it from time to time he'll have mm-hmm. fun stuff right 
but he he's a really he's a simple clean character you can understand everything you need to know about him by you know taking a glance at him mm-hmm. what would you say is the best spider-man movie best Spider-Man. this includes spider-verse and no way home yeah i say no way home no way home is so good no I way don't... home is like neck and neck with spider-verse right. i think yeah, yeah it's I... really hard to pick between those two another aspect of spider-man that we could discuss is uh his animated shows where okay that's a good idea he's had so you don't understand like he's had probably like seven or eight different animated series over the course of I used to watch like a lot of the 90s animated one that was where Peter Parker was quitting almost every episode. That's another thing about Spider-Man. He quits a lot. Right. Yeah, he does. Oh, I love how I also love uh, how consistently on the TV shows and movies, he's always, for some reason, the media for no reason hates him. Yeah. Particularly J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, no, he has his opposition is great uh, Mm -hmm. in all the series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the animated shows really helped drive his success also. Obviously, out of the gate success. But then you continue that with the animated series. Mm-hmm. You know, he even had a 60s, like only like two or three years. Show, yeah. yeah, two or three years after he was created, they created a show for him. The classic, you know, Spider-Man, Spin That the show screwed screw with my head because previously, the, my only Spider-Man experience was the Tobey Maguire, and right. I thought he had organic webbing. Yeah. So I'm like, why are you building web shooters? Yeah, it's funny. He's like the only one that has organic yeah, exactly. webbing. <laughs> they tried to put that in the comics, and they took it out because I was stupid. Right. Um, you know, that was one series. And then they, you know, they have a 70s series. They have a 90s series, the one that you mentioned, which is popular. There's Spider-Man Unlimited, which was Spider-Man, but they had to send him in space because, yeah. uh, and they basically turned him into Iron Man because he had basically a nanotech suit that would turn right. off, that would form on him. They had, uh, spec- you know, Spectacular, spectacular Which Ultimate. I'm still waiting for them to put on Disney Plus because I want to watch that. Yep. Uh, so many great storylines. And they're doing the new show, which is a prequel to Homecoming, if it's an MCU. So, so maybe we'll see Uncle Ben. Maybe we'll see Uncle Ben. Spider-Man has, you know, his animated series reached a large audience. You know, the, the target demographic, you know, teens, young uh, young adults, or kids, they really help you connect with the character. You get to see these villains, Doc Ock, throughout the generation. introduces you all to, to the character, the yeah. concept, and all that stuff. Which the, 90s... Uh, oh, nice. Which anime show is your favorite? Mine is a tie between the 90s one and ultimate yeah i grew up with i haven't them. seen spectacular so i yeah. can't m- make a decision on yeah. that i'm aware that ultimate is i mean spectacular is a lot of people's favorite show one of the best i haven't I, yeah. I would pick that if i had watched it i haven't checked it out i grew up with ultimate and i really enjoyed it even if they had a lot of non-spider-man characters in it for a while but as yeah, i'm if, like thundra what the right. hell are you doing here as it got to like season three like halfway through the show it really got a lot more spider-man stuff and they it, did so. like integrate him with the avengers so right like, all right so that was good i really i learned a lot from that it was so good i liked how an ultimate he was like oh all right stop uh, everything yeah. would freeze and then he explained yeah. who this character is so i'm right. like okay thank you right no they in chibi form in chibi form the spider-man shows helped uh introduce me to the spider-man because you know not everyone reads the comics or uh, watches the movies even yeah and the the tv show would be great because it adapted comic storylines like you would see spider island in in one of the latest series you see superior spider-man you see 
uh clones superior is in, is an episode yeah in, there was a, kind of a 90s episode where they switch bodies i think there's one in the 2017 spider-man show that a lot of people hate uh is, is that the ultimate one? no no that it's the one that came after ultimate that no one really talks about too much it's it's the most recent one okay you probably haven't even seen it uh i don't think it's on disney plus no it's on it's not it, i think it's uh actually it is now it is on Disney Plus. Hmm. Uh, it's just the animation is kind of like worse than Ultimate. Oh boy! So uh, and a lot of people didn't like it. I kind of warmed up to it a little bit, but they actually did a really great Superior Spider-Man storyline where Doc Ock switches bodies with him. Does he wear the suit? Uh, yeah, he wears the suit. The Superior suit. Yeah, he wears the Superior suit with the arms and everything. Yeah, he uh, he. I believe he gets gets the arms. Yes, that's good. And he does. And the cool thing about him in that storyline is. Doc Ock survives after they switch bodies he again. He doesn't die. He doesn't die. So he actually gets the... Did he die in the comics? In the comics, he he dies then. When he gives the body back, he dies. And after a couple of years, they he came back somehow, right? Because comic books. Because comic But he didn't actually grow with that character. It was supposed to be an old backup of his mind. So he never grew from the experience of having the change of heart. In the show, they actually gave him that change of heart. And he lived past that point to be able to use that to help spider-man in the future so i really enjoyed that storyline how they adapted it there what's your favorite spider-man comics uh storyline minus spider island because i, I like the idea because it's here, here's the way um yeah. dan Slott wrote that book it starts off where everyone suddenly has spider-man power so okay that's cool everyone's being spider-man yeah, seems great i mean that's what everyone wants great. right yeah <laughs> and, then, and then even a few of the avengers yeah, yeah. and the x-men get the powers then all of a sudden, people start trying to get a spider monster. It's like, oh crap! I mean, then you find out Kane is a spider monster. Yeah. Eddie Brock anti venom is curing people. Yeah. Then Captain America is a giant spider dude. Right? Yeah, that was the plot twist. And then we get that badass ending against. I think it was Madam uh, uh, the, the giant spider queen. Yeah, I think so. Where Ms. Marvel, Carol Danvers, throws Kane at her with the spikes yep. out. Yep. That is really good. And I'm like, okay, so the bulletproof armor, um, it's killing people, Peter. Yeah. Yep. Um, no, it's really great. A lot of great stuff with that, you mm-hmm. know. So, what's your favorite um series? Uh, favorite series, I would say Ultimate. For now, Ultimate's my favorite. Ultimate. Uh, I mean, comic. Oh, comic. So, favorite comic. Uh, I would probably have to go with uh. Mm, I don't know. I really enjoyed the not uh, uh, not Spider Island, but uh, Ends of the Earth is really cool with the dope ass Spider-Man Mark Three armor. Right. That's that's a really great one. Yeah, I I have to. It's hard for me to pick a specific series mm-hmm. on Spider-Man, but I would say that's one of my favorites. He also has the coolest PlayStation game of all time. Yes, his video game. Which games, I'm yeah. really pissed that I can't play it because I have an Xbox. Yep. And, then I, and then I realized I could play Halo. Then I'm like, okay, it's a worthy trade. But I, I've seen the story on like on a YouTube. So I know what happened. Right. And I really like, I like how they put so much, so many suits in that game. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. And they keep it, they added the ones from the movie in there. I know, I know. It's so good. It's nice to know they're adding content to it because that movie came out like a game. That game came out like last year, I think. Right. Even I mean, yeah. on the remaster, but they're still putting more content and I know. they know people still play it. That's, that's fantastic. They have yeah. marketing done. They had a Stan Lee cameo in a video game. Yep. He goes, your two are always my favorites. Yep. 
No, it's Spider-Man. The video games have been a big part of it. Spider-Man 3. I used to play that game a lot. I had Spider-Man 3, Web of Shadows, Spider-Man 2. Which was like the first one with like a fully open world. Yes. Which was a big deal back in the day. We and didn't have Spider-Man Web of Shadows I love because first off, it brought in so many Marvel characters. Yeah. And then like halfway through the game, the, 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 New York is taken over by symbiotes. So like yeah. all of a sudden the game practically changes. Yes, exactly. And we were the game starts off in the middle of a symbiote invasion. So you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. No, it's and really then Spider-Man good. 3 because it adds to the game to the movie storyline and makes the it makes it way better. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. There's so many, there's so many great storylines, and there's so many forms that you can use Spider-Man in, like with the movies, with TV shows, with games, action figures, comics, cosplay. There's so much great stuff you can do uh with Spider-Man, and he's He's a enduring character for all these years that everyone likes to see more stories of, uh, and you get to see adapt, you know, variations like Miles Morales, which is only like six or seven years old. No, no, it's about ten years old now. Sorry, ten years old. It just had its anniversary, mm-hmm. and he's a popular new Spider-Man. And I would argue he was made popular by the Spider-Verse movie because if yeah. you look, look, look at, Sp- mm-hmm. at Miles Morales, no one liked him when he first showed up. Yeah, I think, because I mean, they killed Peter Parker, which was a big deal. Yeah, that was like, oh, wait, what? Uh, and he was an interesting new character. Luckily, it was an Elseworlds story. Yeah. Because Dan Slaw, when he killed Peter Parker, got like a lot of hate for that. I can't imagine. But bringing Miles in, he was a cool, fresh take. And they developed him with cool characters, cool costumes, a new type of origin, uh, living with the baggage of knowing that Peter died and he could have done something about it mm-hmm. uh, was a big deal. And uh, over the years, people have really learned more about him and he's very popular. And obviously the Spider-Verse movie really widened his audience to a lot more people now. Yeah, because they, I, I know who the hell this guy is. I, I've heard of him. Right, yeah. I didn't know that much about him. Right. Like he wasn't as mainstream as until Spider-Verse really made him mainstream. Mm-hmm. Because I mean we've always seen, you know, uh classic uh Peter Parker before. Yeah. I, I but I still think Marvel has issues using him because they put him in the main universe. Fine. They don't give him another name. So it's just Spider-Man. Yeah which makes it look like he's a derivative of the other character. It doesn't make him look so important. And then they don't give him an arch enemy. Yeah, that's the, that's really annoying. Prowler sometimes, but he's not the same. Speaking of Spider-Man having great arch yeah. enemies. I guess he has some things like the Tinker. And the give him another or... name too. That, that's like the hard part is that in the movies, in the animated movie, it made sense, right? The hard thing with having Miles around is that Peter will overshadow him if he's around, you know? So because it's hard when, to have two. When you think of Peter, you don't think Miles More. Uh, when you think of Spider-Man, you don't think Miles Morales automatically. Right. It's always been uh, Peter. And so when you have the main continuity of Peter and Miles running around, it feels awkward because Peter, I feel like, takes the spotlight away he does. a lot. So it's hard to give Miles his own focus, give him his own villains and storylines when you could just use that for peter right mm-hmm. so it's, i think miles gets the short end of the stick a little bit because it's hard to make him relevant with peter obviously being the the traditional right mm-hmm. um in the movie you know in the comic where they made him peter die obviously spider-man got some more focus miles got more focus that that made more sense because he was the only spider-man right it's funny because in a you know with the name also they're both spider-man that makes things complicated in all the animated series he shows up in, 
they have struggled with the issue of Spider-Man and Spider-Man in the same show. I'll I'm literally I'll tell everyone that in Ultimate Spider-Man, which is when he first debuted in a TV show. In the comics. Oh, oh, oh the show. In okay. the show. In the, the show. show. Okay. Which I'm confused here. Yeah, in the show, which was only a few years after he was created. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were calling him Spider-Man also, and then they all said, hey, this is confusing. We shouldn't do this. And they called him Kid Arachnid, which I think was a new That's name. That's not bad. They could just call him Arachnid if they don't yeah. want to call him Kid. There's easier ways to do this uh then in the spectacular spy in the spider-man 2017 show they called him spy d like s-p-y-d that's wh- stupid which was really weird because that is really stupid. it was really dumb they didn't want to call him spider-man again and then in the latest uh kids preschooler spider-man show with yeah, I'm not sure if you saw, they kind of look like bobbleheads. Yeah, okay. It's Gwen, you know, Ghost Spider, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, and then Miles Morales, Spin. Spin, like S D I. That's not bad. That's a cool also, but it's just, it highlights the fact that in every show he's been in, they're going to have to, I, they gave I, it eventually name. Marvel will change yeah, his name. It's, it's kind of tough because I actually, I like He's his a great name. character. It's, I would have yeah. liked if they just called him Arachnid. That'd be kind of cool. I, the hard part is that I actually want him to be called Spider-Man also because he's so cool in the suit. The problem, but it's just confusing because you can't have two people named Spider-Man. It's just really confusing. And, and they're not going to get rid of Peter Parker. Right. They're not. No. It'd be really tough. Uh, you. It's hard to have them at the same time. It's hard to do it at the same time uh, because it just gets it gets confusing both. both. This, yeah, the, the, it's not like it's impossible. Right. Too. The Spider-Man games the you know on the ps4 what they did in the miles game is that they just had peter go to europe for like right. a month right so that made sense you know the you had spider-man peter in the first game then in miles morales peter left so you could give miles his own focus he called himself spider-man he got his own identity with the costume now he came back now you're gonna have spider-man 2 come out on the playstation 5 and it's gonna be a bit confusing and you see in the trailer that you're gonna have both of them obviously controlled maybe you can control both switch between it or something Mm -hmm. something like that it's gonna be confusing when you have spider-man and spider-man and i I they may just change his name in that game they may honestly they may end up changing his name Uh, that's what i feel like eventually if they keep changing in every other medium but the comics eventually they'll give him his own comics and identity It's funny because a lot of people refer to him just as Miles Morales. Like that's kind of like kind of like how Jean Grey you just referred to her by Which her is name. Weird because yeah, she actually has her own unique name. Right. But... A lot of people refer to Miles just when they're talking to him, they just say Miles Morales instead of that as his superhero name because it helps you differentiate it and his name sounds pretty cool. So that actually is pretty dope. It is a good name. Well, I feel like if Mar because. When they put him as Spider-Man, it just seems too much like he's a ripoff of Peter. It seems too mm. too much like all new, all different Marvel. When they was like, um, Rita Williams, Iron Heart. Well, actually, they gave her a unique name. Yeah, at least at least they gave her a good name. Was like Ms. Marvel. Yeah. That was the issue there. Yeah, I read her. I read part of Ironheart's first comic, and I thought it was actually pretty funny uh, when I when I said her My origin is that, is that they wanted a intelligent like black woman to take over for Tony. Rhodes has a daughter. Rhodey has a daughter? Yeah, who actually fits more with the role. That's why the only reason why Bandis created um, 
Riri is because that way he can make more money off the royalties for the character. Because otherwise they would have just used Rose's daughter to take over. I would have loved that would have made more sense. Yeah. See Rose. That's another reason why no one liked Riri, because why do we need you? We have someone that could do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, like introducing her as a character was really cool, but then it's like uh when you got rid of Iron Man, Iron Man was still really popular. And they also. marketed her as the new Iron Man. Right. Like, no one, I think, would have a problem if you had Iron Man and uh, Iron Heart as, like, another comic run. As an apprentice, a sidekick. Right. You know, learning from him. But it, it just kind of felt like they uh, were getting rid of a really popular character, uh, which... In the MCU times, mind you, when Iron right. Man was still alive. Right. I don't, I don't think that, like, I mean, I, I never read the comics. So I never really had an opinion one way or another, but I saw a lot of people upset about it back Myself in the Myself included. Uh, but that was most of all new, all different, by the way. Yeah. I mean, it was also because we saw an all new, all different that they were trying to get rid of many of the heroes and replace yeah, them. So it just felt like they were doing a lot of changes all at once. That It, it kind of just compounded onto the problem. Which I get that they wanted diversity. That's totally yeah. fine. I'm in favor yeah. of everyone seeing themselves in the heroes which is why i think miles morales is a great character give them their own unique identity and then they will be adopted eventually or f find a writer that's that that can do something interesting with the character and then you can get it hey miss marvel is a great character if they found a writer that could most likely do something cool with her probably i i still although she's too much of a derivative of carol danvers i i'm a big fan of miss marvel everyone okay right. she's a All cool right, character. i never read her comic but she's a cool character <laughs> She sucked in the game. There's a reason why I she don't was play great her, in the so. game. I don't understand. You have a problem with her in the game. She was great in the game, from what I've seen. The parts where I was forced to play as her were the worst. Parts she, had a, of the game. she was the sense. She was the heart of the story. She's not supposed to. It's an Avengers game. Let's it's do not, that. Wait, wait, wait. It's not a. They, then they should have called it Ms. Marvel. That wouldn't sell as well because she's not as popular. Exactly. <laughs> I hate when they do that. Anyway, I hate it when he does that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We kind of went too off topic with that. But anyway, that's a good place to, to, to leave unless you have anything, anything to add about how awesome Spider-Man is. No, that sounds about, sounds about right to me. Wait, what's your favorite Spider-Man game real quick? Mine is Web of Shadows. Web of Shadows. Because they bring in so many cool... And it was more of those choose-your-own-ending yeah. things where we can make choices. And uh, that would change which characters you interacted with, like Black Hat or Moon Knight. Yeah. You could fight a, a, a Venomified Wolverine. Right. And I think in one of the endings, Black Widow hires the Venom Wolverine to kill Spider-Man. Right. Uh, for me, I have to go with Spider-Man Unlimited. I mean, it was just a mobile running game, but there was a lot of lore in it. And they actually had, like, adapted comic storylines into, like, weekly events and had little cutscenes and stuff was like that. Was it a swing game as, as well? It, it, Would you swing? You could swing also. I yeah, think. because I was about to say, that seems kind of like... Right. Uh, you you ran and dodged obstacles, and you had swing segments, wall climbing, fighting against enemies, like boss fights. It was a really in-depth running game. You should try that out. You could... It's not in existence anymore, mm. sadly, but it was the greatest game back when it was around had 200 plus spider-man characters and venom characters it was so much fun they had i learned so many spider-man storylines from that game because they would have like descriptions of they the have costume. a no way home app oh yeah yeah i'm trying to find to see if, see if there's an actual spider-man game they don't have one anymore the mobile spider-man the mobile amazing spider-man one and two games were really great they were so in-depth open world i never beat it because it was so long it was great uh 
I those, those open world games I would never want to because I, I could just explore. Yeah, those were really fun. Also, Good all stuff. the mini games were kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, three had a pretty decent game, I would say, because yeah. they brought in Craven, they brought in the lizard, yeah. they brought in a mutated lizard. You had mm-hmm. to fight Venom. You got to fight. You you got to do the scenes in the end. Plus, I unlocked the ability to play as the new Goblin, mm-hmm. so I could just free roam as the new Goblin. I would just That's fly great. up and yeah. just drop pumpkin bombs everywhere. <laughs> nice. All right, so that's a good place to leave it. We will have a happy holidays, everyone. We will see you next week for our last episode of the year, I believe. Mm -hmm. And um, hope you guys have enjoyed this year of Under Two Capes. We'll we'll, we'll be sure to do a year in review episode or spider suit episode next week. And uh, yeah, um, hope you guys have a great holidays with with all your families and uh, stay heroic, everyone. Bye-bye. See you.